Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers. And also Nintendo. I love Nintendo. Wait, what's 9 plus 11? Nintendo. 21. No, it's Nintendo. 21. No, it's Nintendo. Stop giving me that look. Anyway, we're now legal on this episode. 21? Technically. Kind of. I mean... I'm drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in my face. Burp into it. Oh, yes. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh god, I almost threw up. Yeah. I, I, oh god. Stop. Okay, that's the intro. Oh god, stop. And now there's vomit all over the floor. Thanks, Jay, for fucking burping and vomiting on me. Why is it black? Didn't you only eat chow mein? No, that was lo mein, but like... That's abyssal black. There's bubbles. We'll have to worry about that. Don't touch it. Ow. Hurt? Well, yeah. Why? Don't, why does it hurt? That I, shouldn't. That's just. Oh god! Oh god! Stop! Seriously, now you're gonna make me vomit. Oh god! All right. Yeah, sorry, but uh, oh. yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to worry about that. Huh? Beginnings of okay, what look, look like. Okay, look at me. Beginnings of what looks look like an the... eye are forming in that. We'll we'll worry about that later. Anyway, uh, yeah. So episode twenty-one of what's new player two podcast. And we actually have fucking news. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, we do. Uh, let's get... All right. Oh, before we get into I was, brass tacks. Bef well, before you can get into that, that, I was going to go into something else before, but go you first. Okay. Just a minor correction. I said last podcast that a demo of Cyberpunk 2077 was coming out. Uh, it was a gameplay show, like video like that showed it off. So, just a minor uh, error. My bad. And now we can continue. So, let's get the Fire Emblem news out of the way. Honestly. It's not really... Oh, it's news. Um, so, we have our new seasonal banner coming out uh, in just a few days. It's another Dancer Central banner. And the preview that they showed beforehand was very obviously Berku and Renea. And then when the trailer came out... Yes. They are, they're both in it, except Renea is going to be our free unit, which is really nice. And, um, you know, Berkut's going to be in that banner. So it is focus. So the characters in that said banner, though, are Reinhardt, Ishtar, Berkut, and Nephany. I don't get Nephany. Nephany literally makes the least amount She's of sense. She's the only one of them I'd want, but like. But I find it funny how they didn't want to take off her helmet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she still has her battle. I helmet on but in a dress I like that her okay. bow is a fiddle I do like that yes um honestly Berku is the one I would want out of the four of them and then Ishtar's a close second I would want uh I like Ishtar plus a flying red tome dancer is pretty nice I'd like Nephany then I guess Ishtar because her design looks reminds me of her normal design reminds me of a football player and uh I will say though like art wise all of them look really really solid like, I know you don't like Berku, but Berku... Oh, no, I really don't like Berku. But Berku looks solid. Reinhardt looks solid. Ishtar and Nephany... I like Reinhardt's design, yeah. Reinhardt, uh, uh, Nephany and Ishtar look amazing. And Renea looks really nice. Ishtar's dress is really pretty. Yeah, they really are. Um, so I'm very excited about it. I don't like that they still give Reinhardt his own preferred weapon that's like his tome. Is the brave weapon exclusive to him? Yep. I'm like, what the fuck? Stop doing this. Um, let everyone else have a chance to be a good unit or yeah like I know you basically gave him a spot and not Julius her actual fiance but you'll fuck Julius yeah basically is what they were like but regardless I like that how this banner was another one of a first where it's a you know a genealogy slash Thracia all representative and not another like a generic awakening Marth or Fates alt so it's, it is nice seeing that it's you know both echoes and um those two games getting uh alts for once and they're really nice alts so i'm very happy about that also um they just added an update today or the update came out today for heroes path and it uh basically it's just extra quests to do and they give you a lot of awards for it and it's really really nice i'll be honest you get a lot of free five-star units. Aside from the ones that they listed off, which we get a free Ninian, um, Horse Mage Erica, a um, Reinhardt. Reinhardt, and a Brave Ike. 
that is super super nice and they even give us a free five star sander and orbs and orbs and a lot of orbs too like every single time you complete a rank which they're very easy to do and it's really making me happy with the game again to where it doesn't feel as shitty and not free to play friendly um i mean it's not the greatest but it's really it's a nice start i think it really makes me at least like the game a bit more and actually go back to play it just a little bit until i max out everything again um otherwise i think that's really all i had to talk about with uh three uh fire emblem i mean i can talk about the weapon refines but that's really nothing i really yeah. feel like going too much in detail i really like brave roy's weapon refine that's really i think the most i had to say about it all i have to say about fire emblem is that uh i am so far being surprised in my run through of uh Black Eagles. Yeah, it seems like you're actually kind of okaying, uh, liking it a bit more. I'm start. Well, see, I started to like it more as soon as I was able to get like Sylvain well, yes. and Ash. You're, yeah, your favorites. As soon as I was able to get, yeah, but like characters like um, Hubert, he's starting to grow on me. Hubert grew on me a lot. I, I think after I made him a dancer, and now he looks like a hot topic shopper. Oh no, I made like, Felix my dancer. Oh no, you. I need to show you after this what Hubert looks like sure. as a dancer. He's got like the black choker and everything. It's. It's pretty funny. That's and great. He started to grow on me. Uh, biggest surprise to me was that like I didn't like Bernadetta, and now I really like Bernadetta. I still don't like Bernadetta. I, I, I'm going. I I've been going through her supports. I'm like, eh. I I still I. I don't. I, was, I don't love her. I like her, but I don't love her like everyone else does. I was not expecting to like her as much as I do. That's fair. I mean, a lot of people seem to like her, so it makes sense. And uh, I. I don't know, it's just... What are your thoughts on Edelgard so far? Uh, well, our friend was right when he said that, uh, through her support, you can find out that she's pretty gay. But, uh... Yeah, no, she... I will agree with that. She is very gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, just from the outset, she don't act or look or give any indication that she might be interested in, in anyone of the, uh, same sex. Uh, and then you start doing her supports with people and you go... Like, oh, she's totally bi. Oh, never mind. She, yeah, yeah, okay. She's definitely bi. Um, but, like, regardless of, like, that, like, how do you feel about her so far? I like her, but also at the same time, I'm upset that they're... Spoiler alert. Uh, there is no time where Byleth confronts Ed Edelgard on the fact that she's working with the people who killed their oh, father. Oh, really? She doesn't... There's... You, or well, if they I, don't... I guess the, the the choice comes from if you want to fight against Edelgard or... Which but if you join forces, there's she, never a moment where you confront Edelgard Or, like, so far. Edelgard kind of finds a way to be like, why don't you hate me? I was with... Hubert actually brings it up. Hubert... That go, doesn't shock because... Hubert, he tells you about the people who slither within the shadows. Yes. And then he says how his house will eventually annihilate them. Yep. After their usefulness to Lady Edelgard is up. And he comes to you and goes, listen, do me this solid, please. We have to work with these people. I know you hate them for killing your father. I can't hold that against you. I would feel the same way. I get it, man. Yeah. But I want you to know, Edelgard hates them as much as you do. So please, for her sake, could you do me this favor? And I promise you, once we're done, I will help you systemically murder every single one of them with a honest-to-God smile on my face. I so, like, Hubert addresses it, but Edelgard never flat-out says to you, like... Or at least as of right now, maybe she will by the end, or, by the end game. Yeah, I'm like I feel like that 15. might that might be. I feel like that would be more of like a understand, like a understandable, like her asking about that, like you know, why don't you, why didn't you betray me, or um, but why didn't you hate me because of this? Oh, maybe she does that. Maybe she does that in her S support when you marry her. That's possible. Get that because that honestly sounds like a pretty yeah, like a high a higher chance of being like okay, this will, this is why it would come up because then she would question like why are you proposing to me? I feel like you would hate me after this, this, and this, and that, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I can definitely say a lot better than I thought it would be. It After the last chapter I had to do, it just, it has to be my least favorite. Mm -mm. Oh, what, least favorite chapter or just least favorite? Least just favorite? least favorite story because of what happened. It has to be it. Oh, okay. There's no... That's fine. Um, mm. Yeah, I was just... I'm not going to spoil it for no, you. No, I, I was going to be a little angry if you did. Um, yeah, now, um... Even though I feel like, though, I don't like how they kind of really seem like they put a lot more 
effort into her story compared to the other two. Well, that's because she's got like two fucking branching paths. And that's another thing. Like she has her she her path is one that has the branching off point that can technically give you the fourth path. Um, I don't know. I think I'm a little sad that they kind of did that for her alone and not the other two. But like, yes, in the story in a story sense, I see how because you know it wouldn't make sense in their roots. But I like, think it's like you get four options. The yeah. chur- uh, starting with Black Eagles, you get the Church of Saros. Then you get, branching off of Black Eagles, Edelgard. Yes. Then you get Dimitri, and then you get Claude. So I feel like, also I will say, I feel like Claude is probably the least good story now out of the two, three of them. Because I feel like they really didn't do as much with his. Yeah, he... Compared to the other twos. Especially Dimitri. Dimitri which... had a lot more... I'm not saying, not saying Claude didn't have a lot of heart in one end of it, but I feel but like... But it had the weakest... It had the strongest personalities, but the yes. weakest story. Yes. And, yeah, you really took the words right out of my mouth. I really do feel like that... Really, especially... I really say, especially really going through Dimitri's, I really do feel like that Claude really was the weakest story. Oh, it yes, it is. Like, especially... I just... Yeah, and it irks me, because, like... You know, he, his side was, you know, you actually go, you see, like, the actual cause, like, why all this happened. You even start, you even fight Nemesis at the end, and you kill a lot of the, um, dark mages, or that group, under Claude, but, like, it, it didn't have, I feel like it didn't have much of an oomph, or well, like a... That's because throughout the game, uh, the, those who slither within the dark, they're there, but they're not, like... Dimitri's aggression is toward... Dimitri's story is, I fight the Empire. Yes. And that's, like, the tangible... Th- that's been there the entire game. They started yes. a war. They, you know... Cla- uh, Edelgard's is, I'm fighting the Church of Saros. Yep. And, like, it's... I wouldn't... I would not recommend starting with Edelgard's. No, and I agree with that. I, I'm glad that... I think going Claude, Dimitri, Edelgard was, is, is the best way. Like, is, is the a, best way. And I feel like definitely Church of Saros, whether or not it's... How good it... Whether if it's a good route or not... Uh, I feel like it probably would be the best point to be the end off point. Yeah. Because you get to you get to see all three of the main houses' uh, perspectives in their roots, and then you go on a separate pa- a path afterwards, and then you can see like a another side. Like I feel like that really is the best way to do it. And I'm very glad that we all legitimately just felt like starting off at these points and going down, you know, golden deer, blue lines, now black eagles. Well, because like. I appreciate more things, like, I appreciated more things with the Blue Lions yes. after doing the Golden Deer and more things with the Black Eagles, yep. that, yeah. but I can't imagine that I would vice versa. If I was, yeah, if we did the other way. I like, feel like... Claude, I don't feel like he would be the last story to do. No, I, I, think I feel like that would be the most anticlimactic uh, end of yeah your play, end of your entire playthrough, really. Although his ending, uh, like, animated... It, cutscene is much better than uh, Dimitri's. Well, Dimitri's is more dramatic. Yeah. Uh, Claude's is more of like an epic battle kind of like anime thing. Let's be honest. Yeah. But I think the way they designed it is like, in my opinion, the natural progression of thought is Claude has the most unique design. Yes. And is the most interesting looking. Then you start his house. He has the best personalities in his house. He just flat out. Except Leone. Leone, yeah. Leone, really? I'm not gonna lie. She just wants to I, stick I, her ass up I in the forget, air for your dad. Yeah, I forget if we talked about this or if I talked about this with brother, our, with our other friend, but she really dropped down in favor in like likability for me. Yeah, I I'm not a huge fan of Leone, but like they they had some of the strongest personalities. Yes, and they had I think one of the most inclusive where you can get almost everyone from all the other houses, which kind of fits with. Yeah, the it really does. It fits with. You know the Lester Alliance, and then it really does kind of show it. Does kind of make it's kind of funny how then in Black Eagles it's kind of similar fashion to where they're they're pretty they're open, the but they're the most limited. So, and it sucks is they have and they're the only one where you can't get Hilda. Yeah, and it hurts me because like that path I like, but it's only because I can easily get Caspar. But otherwise, like this is like. There's only three characters I really like in that house. I really like Dorothea. I really love Caspar. And, um... Fuck, who else is in that house? Let's um, see, there's Edelgard, Hubert, Dorothea, Caspar, Linhard, Ferdinand... I am Ferdinand um, Von Eyre. 
Ayer's his last name? I'm Fernand Von Ayer. I'm not even joking right now. I've used him so little, I don't know what his last name is. Oh, no. See, I use him a lot. I don't use Bernadetta. <laughs> uh, Bernadetta. Dude, she is carrying my... Like, she is such a fucking good unit. What do you ha- have her as? Bonite. Yep. She's such a good fucking unit. That's, like, the only good class she's good at. I mean... You only need reason. to be... Because also she has pass. That's her only... That's her exclusive skill. That is a great fucking skill to have is pass in You only game. need to be broken with one thing in order to be broken. It's true. That is very true. Um, yeah, I really don't like Caspar, Dorothea, and, like, a, a low third is, like... Hubert? Yeah. Honestly, Hubert. Like, I like... Like, Ferdinand grew on me a little bit. Oh, no, I hate Ferdinand. I hate him so much that he was level 9 while everyone else was in their 30s. Sounds about right. Um, and then he got forcibly jacked up to 20, and that is where his dumbass will stay. Actually, no. I like Edelgard more than Hubert right now. I like Edelgard. I like Edelgard. Definitely not my favorite she's out of the three. She's a really good unit. She, hell yeah, she's a really good unit. I won't say she's better than Dimitri. I think Dimitri is the best unit in the game. Oh, definitely. Either him or Lysithia, but like... Um... No, I, I think Dimitri's still better. I think Dimitri is hands down the best unit in the game. Yes. Just my personal opinion. Um, I I will be honest, though. I really now have, like, a hard time of, like, who is my favorite house lord out of the three. Because I really do like Claude, but I also really like Dimitri now. I Mine's still Claude. Uh, <sighs> I really like Dimitri. I don't, I don't know. I, I want to say Claude, but part of me is like, but I really do like Dimitri. Dimitri was a really nice surprise of, like, uh, how I liked him. I liked oh, I think uh, Edelgard's story explains where he gets the eye patch. Because oh, thank God, because I saw him, so far, it's really stupid that they never mentioned that I saw in him and he route. didn't have the eye patch, like, when they show that the church of, that, uh, uh spoiler, Rhea goes to the Holy Kingdom of Fargus instead of being captured by the Empire, uh-huh. if you join. Uh, and they showed what Dimitri looks like five years later. And, and he has... He has both eyes. Oh. I don't know if he had... He didn't have, like, the nice done-up hair. No, but... But, like, I feel like he should have. Huh. He should have. All right. Uh, I think that's really what I, I yeah. want to talk about now because I could go on a separate topic talking about our favorite time skips for each house, like a top five or whatever, but that'll be for another episode, if anything. Yeah. So... Also, I'd need to think about that because I, I don't know. Which is fine. I didn't really pay attention to the time skips. Well, you can... You know, later on. Anyway, so yeah, it, well, because we've like, seen everyone now, so yeah, that's why I'm. It's only a matter of whose hair becomes less stupid, in my opinion. A little bit, I yeah, I, I guess. Okay. But let's move on before we fall into that. Pit so Nintendo Direct uh, came out today, which uh. don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> so uh, stop. <laughs> okay, so uh, Nintendo Direct has Kevin, a name. Yes, but, oh my god, let's fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, I'm not good at ordering things. So, first thing they literally showed off, which no one was surprised, because it was being leaked weeks ahead, and then the day before, they Kotaku literally sent an article. I think I'm surprised that the Direct wasn't even in the Direct. Because, like, well, like, people guessed uh, something pertaining to Smash Bros, oh. and they guessed something pertaining to Overwatch, and... Then no one was really surprised about most of the things. And then after the re- the direct, another video went up with the biggest yes, surprise. Which but, really was a big surprise. Yeah, oh yeah. Anyway. Well, a little bit. Anyway. um, So, Overwatch is coming to Switch. Not shocked, because we already knew this, kind of. But we even knew the release date a little bit beforehand. October 15th. I Yeah, 15th. Sorry. I don't and know why. one interesting thing they're adding to it is Splatoon-style uh, motion controls. Yeah, which... Not gonna lie, motion I'm curious how that will work and if it'll actually be night good. Well, from what I've heard, motion controls, uh, if done well, yes, are the second best uh, playstyle yes, behind to a mouse. Yeah, right behind a mouse. Which yeah, no, and I totally see that. So I'm curious if how well that's gonna be implemented, and again, let alone how is it gonna run. Like, is it gonna be like a 60 frames per second I wonder on if it's the be TV stronger. or 30? frames per second on handheld or they're going to try to do 60 on both or 30 on both i'm curious how that's going to work i feel like it'll be 30 on the tv 60 in handheld would you think that'd be the other way around no because i feel like uh on the dock 
there isn't all that much power. Like, there's like no, there really, isn't. But a lot more games will do it the opposite way: thirty frames per second on handheld, but sixty on the TV. Really? Yeah. For me, like I have more frame drop. Like Pokemon Fire Emblem, all that stuff have more frame drops on there than uh, in handheld for me. Maybe it just feels like uh, when it's in handheld, the switch isn't plugged in and in handheld. The switch doesn't is is like able to run at full power, so that just to me is where I usually get the best results. Okay, um, but yeah, I'm curious how really that's gonna work. You think um, Trace will get into uh, into Smash? I feel like they will be. That game is a, it's like similar to um person. Not even that. It's similar to most of the characters that we've have in Smash right now as DLC characters for Ultimate. They're all influential and big in one way or another. You have Joker, who was one of the most newest popular JRPGs of this generation. People, A lot of people that don't play JRPGs played it. They really liked it. Aesthetically, it is one of the best-looking games ever when it comes to menu, UI, anything like that. So, and it was even inspired by Sakurai, and that's how Smash Ultimate has a similar style to... An inspiration, too. Sakurai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said it that way. Thank you. Um, but you know, it was a big inspiration to Sakurai, so therefore it made sense that he got in the game. Then you got Hero from Dragon Quest, which is the, the single largest JRPG in Japan, and let alone that basically created the JRPG genre. genre. So that makes sense. And then you got Banjo Kazooie, a I really do think Doom Guy has a chance of getting in. Oh, definitely. Because he created the FPS. Genre. Yeah, he popularized it immensely. Um, Banjo Kazooie is a, a humongously fan favorite and sixty-four, you know, mascot, and that so that makes sense in that instance because that's more like a fan kind of thing. But again, it's still a huge, huge, you know, character. And then you have, uh, we're going. And then you have Terry Bogard, who was just announced for this Nintendo Direct. Um, Fatal Fury. Who is from the Fatal Fury franchise. And, and it's like, hey, it's a huge, you know, fighting game um, company. Essentially. Well, they make a lot of fighting games. And Terry is basically... They make Fatal Fury, King, King of, of Fighters, Fighters, Samurai Showdown, a Metal Slug. Um, yes. I think that's, that's really the big ones that, like, people would know. But those are pretty big those are pretty big and snk has inspired smash in a lot of ways sakurai has even gone on record on saying similar things like that so it was only a matter of time before an snk representative would be put into smash brothers as a playable character and terry would be makes the most sense. makes the most sense out of their fighting games i still I'd say it'd either be him or mine i thought it would have been well i would have thought mine too but i guess the titties would have been too much I know. I just. I wish we got like another female player. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, but going back on that real quick though, but Terry, you know, is their icon. You know, how Hamaru would have been another one that I would expect it because his game is come. His new game is coming out on Switch soon, so I figured all oh, they would have done a little cross promotion. But it would. But I'm okay with what they're doing because it's not a another sword fighter that people complain about. <laughs> if they put in the actual Japanese sword fighter. <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly what people complain about. So I'm glad that it's Terry because Terry could definitely have a lot of interesting moves to he has that, like, fit Will in Smash. He got his burning knuckle and um, uh, his wave attack. Up, not forgetting the wave, uh, the name. <laughs> you th okay? Quick question. Yeah. Do you think he'll get an alternate skin? Where he is the female version of Terry Bogard from SNK Heroines. No, I think he's gonna get a diff. I think he's gonna get an alternate outfit from his Garo uh, Wolves game, where he has no hat, he has long hair, and he's wearing like a black, uh, like a brown jacket and uh, like a biker outfit almost. Um, It'd be cool if Ken throws him his hat. I would fucking die if they did that. Um, but. I'm very glad that Terry is in the game. I would have slightly liked it if it was um, Kyo, because I like Kyo. But in all honesty, when you th when you think um, SNK fighting characters, it would be Terry Bogard. So it makes sense. But this would I would like his second his alternate costume be. That's a pretty good alternate costume. So I would wish I hope that would be what they would use. But if they don't, if they just do colors. Fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna be annoyed. He still looks amazing. He, he looks good from the little snippets that we I like got. Pink banjo. A uh, pink banjo looks nice. Uh, so yeah, they but banjo released today as well. Um, he's fun. He's really I good. Touched him. 
He's fun. Uh, he's like a medium-sized character. Uh, all of his moves are really cute, you know, weapons-wise. Uh, his level is really cool. Um, Sakurai thinks Banjo-Kazooie comes from a hopeless world devoid of joy. He just, he went, he, every single time he saw a happy little character, he'd be like, this is Bottles. He's Banjo's friend. He's a sad soul. His fate was sealed in Banjo too. That's Banjo's little sister, happily running through the fields. She might be the saddest soul of all. Have you ever seen the Game Over screen for Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah. Um, I was like, why does this man think the game is so dark? I don't know. But uh, Banjo is really fun. They brought back Home Run Contest. Uh, back and they for the. It. Yeah, they did. And that's the last permanent mo. That's the last new mode that they're adding into Smash. And now everything else is probably going to be little balance updates and any new characters. So, um, which is okay. I think that's really all you really need to add in for Smash. I really can't think of anything else that they could they've add for a new mode. They've got mode. They've got Stage Builder. They've got Custom Smash Tournament, Online Tournament, uh, Online in general. They now have Home Run Contest. They have the Multi-Man Fighter. Classic Mode. Classic Mode. Spirits Mode. So, you have... So, yeah, no, there's enough. There, there's more than enough. So, uh, yeah, there's really nothing else I could think of. Maybe, <laughs> maybe break the targets, but... Uh, I mean, I would only like break the targets if they went back to the way they did it, like in yeah, uh, melee. They could and, never go back to. Break but the, the only thing is, though, yeah, definitely they can't do that now because that would take even more time just to make character and then specific. For new one, new. Fighters. And then they had to add one, so I understand they wouldn't do that. But otherwise, yeah, they have enough modes. Sakurai also flexed on everyone several times. Well, before we go to him a little bit with that. Um, and then during that direct as well, they also told us that they're going to still add more DLC characters after the initial five from this past, which, I mean, I'm super happy about, but also doesn't shock me because this game has been making so much money. The Switch is a success, so there's no reason why Nintendo does not need to make more money off of this game than they already do. Oh, yeah. The only thing I feel bad for is Smash that... Smash Bros. is an excuse for Nintendo to print money. Yeah, it really is, because no matter what they do... Even if it, even if they release a character that no one's gonna like, still gonna make money. Oh hell yeah! A buttload of money, so it makes more than. Well, because a lot of people are like me, where they're like, "Let me just get the net." Because like, I don't play Joker, I don't play Hero, I don't play Plant, I don't play uh, Terry Bogard, and I'm probably not gonna, or I'm probably not gonna play Terry Bogard, and I'm probably not gonna play Bandicoot. I feel like you might play Terry, but that's just me. Anyway. I, yeah. But, like, I just have them because in case anyone who comes over plays them, I don't want to be like, oh, I don't have them. And let alone, you know, having choices never hurt. Yeah. It never, ever can hurt. when, it, Especially with a game like that where you have so many choices, it's, I think it's never a bad thing. It's great. I'll get more and more chances to be happily disappointed. I say happily disappointed because I feel like that's the only real way. Because, like, I, I feel like there are some people who think like me where it's like, Oh, I want this character in. Uh, they show off the neck. They show off five fighters. Oh, none of them are the character I wanted. I mean, that's fine. I'm glad that these characters all got in. So I think happily disappoints the only because it's like you're a little disappointed that your character didn't get. Of course, in, but you're and also I totally understand you're that. so happy for the people who like those characters. And let alone sometimes the trailers or the reveals might make you be like, oh, that character looks really cool. Maybe I'll give him a whirl. Maybe. I know that always the case. I mean, I tried out Hero, but and he's pretty fun. He I is just, pretty fun. I just don't play him. Which is fine. I totally get that. They haven't put him in a heavy character. Nope, not yet. Yeah. Give it time. Now that we have a season two pass, essentially, we'll, who knows. And Lilo, I'm curious if they're going to just do another five like they are, or they're going to do either less than that or more than that. Um, Because we're, cause already with this season pass, we're going to be hitting 80 characters. Yeah. So we're going to be fucking getting to a fighting game that has o almost 100 characters that are almost all unique. Oh, God, yeah. So, and think about that. Smash Bros. is a big fucking deal. All stages. We're, we have more, we have over 100 stages, plus the two characters that we still need to get stages for, and now At more. At do they make a Smash Bros. movie? They don't An Avengers-style Smash Bros. movie? I mean, not going to lie, they... Sakurai during that presentation, besides that I feel bad that he's still going to be working on the game, I am glad that like he's still going to one-up himself, or he tries to, because this game, 
deserves the, the the title that it has. Oh, yeah. ultimate! It is the it ultimate is Smash Bros. It is the ultimate Smash Brothers, and almost I'm gonna I would say this it would be it's like the ultimate game. It's like the the it takes every single aspect of Smash Bros. and like pumps that up to a ten. It's like Smash Bros. is about Nintendo characters. Like, so there's 75 Nintendo characters. And now you And ha- it's also about video games in general. Yep. Now there's thousands of spirits, 80-something characters, an entire season pass filled with non-Nintendo characters. 100-plus stages. 100-plus stages. And then music. you have custom stages on top of that. This is, like, it, Smash Bros. is such a big, like... It is. It's such a crazy game, and it started it from just... Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, and Ness punching each other on the Pokemon level. On uh, yeah, it, it it has some very humble beginnings when you really look back at it. And it exploded. It exploded to a phenomenon that nothing will probably ever top it aside from itself. There no, there's never gonna be another Smash Bros. I don't think so either. But I mean, Nintendo likes money. No, no, no. I don't mean like a new Smash Brothers game. Oh no. I mean, there's never going to be a new. Quote Smash Brothers. Oh no, I agree. But that's what I mean. Like, if anything will top it, and if they make another game after Ultimate, there's gonna be so much cut from it. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they would do, but yeah, regardless, I go but this. I feel like regardless though, if there would be any game that top Smash Brothers Ultimate, it would be another Smash Brothers in some way. It's I the only game that possibly could. Yeah, there's no way with the amount of content, the amount of things it has in it that pleases so many people. There's no way. It, it has to way too many people. It has, aside from being Nintendo locked, which, get over it, that's how they make their money. That's how a lot of companies make their money. Sorry that you don't like exclusive. That's always been a thing. It always should be a thing. As much as you don't like it, exclusive. Plus, Nintendo's making it, so. Technically, Bandai Namco. Okay. Bandai Namco's technically making it, and then, you know, Sakurai doing everything else. But Bandai Namco's the one that's actually technically developing it. Since Wii U and 3DS, they've been the ones. Yeah. But, like, other than that micro not ar- non-argument, Smash Bros. is the most massively appealing game. Like, uh, my mom watches kids. They range from age not even one up to 13. And the 2-year-old, the 3-year-old, the 8-year-old, the 12 year old, the 11 year old, they will all come upstairs and ask me to play Smash Bros. And we all have a fine time playing it. And like half, like 90% of those characters, they don't know who they are. But another thing that Smash does really well is the aesthetics of each character is very appealing to where even a kid who might pick Joker, they have no idea who the fuck Joker is. They don't know what a Persona is. Oh, yeah. Persona's a rated M game as well. But like one of them knows Pokemon, so he picks Pokemon. Exactly. One of them likes the look of Wolf, so he plays specifically the Blue Wolf. Uh, the girls play Zelda, Samus. And the girls. Yeah, they play the girls. Um, and it's just that, and that's one of the appeals that really that no that Smash Brothers has that not many other games have anymore. Oh god. Especially yeah. now because. It's so it's it's inclusive. That's what this game really is. It's an inclusive game. You might not like fighting games or games like this, but it appeals to most people because it's just a fun looking game Instead that of has like a traditional so, fighting. And it's not no exactly. And it's a very fun, open, inviting game. Uh, and it, that's why it's still my favorite game of all time. It's because, as complex or as simple as you want it to be. And regardless, it's just fun. It's fun in almost every part of the word. And, you know, has so much to offer. And that's personally why it's still my favorite game of all time. Whether or not, you know, there's other games that might get close to it. But Smash is way too much for me personally as a person who loves video games and Nintendo alone. To where it it cannot be my... It cannot, it cannot not be my favorite game ever. Um... They also showed off uh, a little bit more of... Well, not a little bit more. They just kind of mentioned again that Sonic and Mario at the Tokyo Olympics was happening. It's still cute. I think it's still a cute game. They said game. there's going to be 
ten events that you can play in pixelated style, and there's going to be a story wherein Sonic, Mario, Eggman, and Bowser are all trapped in a video game, and they have to... That's based off um, Olympic Games in Tokyo, and they have to make their way out of it. So what that tells me is everyone who is a fan of Mario Ball Z will be able to, uh, you know, hopefully they'll give us that. Um, God, that's an old uh, series of YouTube videos. Uh, there goes the cat. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, he's... Alright. Uh, do you do you remember that? The Mario Ball Z? Or Super Mario Bros. Z? No. No? So, someone made a series of animations using, like, the pixel art from stuff like Sonic uh, Advance and Sonic Battle mm -hmm. and uh, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. Oh! No, I remember what you're talking about and now. And they got one in each yes, other's yes, worlds. Yes, yes, I don't know why I forgot about that for a yeah, second. Yeah, that was like an eight-episode epic. Um, you know, oh, excuse me. That game is really cute, though. Um, I, I can't wait for the hoverboard like, mode. I want to see how close it gets to Sonic Riders. I'm assuming you're probably going to be getting that game. Oh, God, yeah, I really like it. So. I don't... I, I really like the Olympic Games for Sonic and Mario. I liked... I think I liked the first one. I didn't play, I think, any of the other ones afterwards. But, uh... Yeah. I played the first two. Okay. I had the one on the Wii and the one on the DS. I had the one on Wii. Oh, well, no. I didn't have the one. I played the one on Wii. Excuse me. I loved the one on Wii. There's just, I, I don't know. I just like the camaraderie of, like, Sonic and Mario being as equals. That's just, fair. I mean, hey... What, it, yeah, it makes sense. I feel like they would be friends. Totally, definitely. <laughs> um, so they also showed off uh, Game Freak's at, um project that they've been working on that Little or, Town Hero. Original, originally called Town, now it's called Little Town Hero. Shockingly, getting a release this year, uh, you know, in two months. I was not expecting a 2019 it's release. Got a kind of interesting battle system. It does. Um, I think it looks interesting. I don't know if I'll get it immediately and or at all, but um, I'm not gonna get it. It's just not my cup of tea. It might not be either. I just, regardless, I think it's interesting that you know we we have another Game Freak made game that isn't Pokemon. Um, and something really interesting about it is the music is being done by Toby Fox, the from, man who made, uh, which also forgot to mention, got you know they also released more costumes for uh, Ultimate and Sans was one of them, <laughs> and they even came. It even comes with its own remix music of Megalovania. <laughs> and just find it funny how a meme actually got into the game, technically. And it's it's so good that it's Sans that it... Yeah. Like, and also, I like the attention to detail on his me costume, because he's got, like, the Gaster Blaster as And if gun. you looked at his, um, like, if you looked at, like, a little reveal thing... He's, he's fighting, just dodging everything? He was fighting two Nesses. I mean, <laughs> uh, two villagers that one of them was kind of looked like Fritz... And then he fought a piranha plant that was yellow. Oh, that's funny. With a fire flower. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that. I was too focused on the. I know, but. And I, I was. I'm but not Sakurai does not miss a fucking beat when it comes to little things like that. I'm not gonna lie. I was really hoping that Sans and Nest would see each other. I was hoping that too, but um, God. Uh. But <laughs> the but Sakurai even went into detail about you know how he even had Toby Fox go to his fucking actual house to not Sakurai's like his... house not to his office his actual fucking house and they played, and played Smash, Smash Brothers and, and I'm like according to Sakurai uh, when they both picked random characters he was very good Toby Fox uh, was either as good if not better than Sakurai and I'm like wow that's that's amazing that this guy has gotten so much more stuff to work on and especially like Nintendo that, you know, I think that's really cool. That's really cool. You know, I was never into Undertale. I still think that's... I'm a, still not into Undertale. Me neither, but, but I'm just saying. But the music is good. The music is very good. And I think it's cool that he's getting work, especially with Nintendo, on a new IP and got to get his one of his OCs into Smash as a costume and a remix uh, version of his song. And I think it's really funny that out of all the quote-unquote meme characters to get in... Like, it's so telling and so fitting that it's Sans. Oh, I agree. It, it, it's like Sakurai's last, um, listen. It, it's like him saying, for the final time, the only thing I'm that is for me, I make everything else in Smash Bros. for you. 
The only thing is that is for me is that Waluigi is an assist trophy. And then that he's not a costume either. He is an assist trophy. Sans can be a costume. Waluigi? Ah, uh, assist trophy. Yep. I I I, I just it I find really it really does feel like that's his one thing. Probably, but I mean regardless, I think you know, I think it's really neat. Um otherwise going oh, I thought it was super cool. It I is. already got it. <laughs> yeah. Free Nintendo coins, hell yeah. So also with um going back to the direct though. Uh Trials of Mana remake got a um another trailer and, and it, it looks pretty good. I I was already into it. Um I still gotta get the collection of mana. Maybe we'll get that for my birthday. I don't know. I'm <laughs> So many games. The thing that, like, turned me on to it, that I was like, oh, wait, this might be good, was when they said it's n- you get to move around freely during battle doing... Yeah. And That's I, how the original one is, too. Was it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I'm not a fan of, like, strategy, like, take turns. Or, oh, I can't say not a fan. I'm not a fan of turn-based combat in most RPGs. Yeah. I'm are... fine with it in Pokemon, and I'm fine with it in... Fire Emblem, but, like, that's a str- That's a strategy RPG, technically, if you yeah. like anal about it. But, like, I don't, um, like, I feel like the only Final other, Fantasy or any of those. I feel like the only one you would like out of that would be Persona. Persona has a more of a flowing combat to where it's a little bit more uh, quick and not as, like, drawn out. Um, Persona 5 would be the one to do it with, but... Wouldn't that take, like, 100 hours? Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to sink 100 hours in. And I agree, and that's fine, and and that's a big thing. If it, that's another thing. Getting through the story can take a long while, and that's also, I will say, the, that probably will only also happen if you just sit there and listen to the dialogue that's spo- that's actually fully spoken. So that's another thing. Oh, I I don't even do that often. So then, like with the uh, three houses, I've been reading it because like sometimes they'll speak slowly, and let alone some of the dialogue is just like throw away enough to where it's not worth it. Um. Yeah, I'm bad. I like to listen to voices speak out most of their lines. Unless it's like a support I don't care about, like, whatever. Anyway, um, so, yeah, uh, Trials of Mana got a release date of, I believe, oh, what the fuck, now I'm forgetting it. I think it's like January? No, not January. Um. July? No. Um. What am I thinking of? Something was coming out in July. I'm trying to remember. Oh, God. I'm forgetting. Ah, jeez. Oh, June. No. That's... What the fuck? <laughs> you lied to me. Um, April 4th, 2020. Oh, 24th. Excuse me. April 24th, 2020. Um, which... Yeah, that's fine. If it's a whole remake like that, I don't mind it. Plus, uh, I love the art in that game and the cover art for Collection of Mana and Trials of Mana. It's the same artist from Fire... That does, um, art in Fire Emblem Heroes... Um, I like that one uh, thing where they're showing off. They were like, you can have like a dark- change your class, and then there's the light in the dark, and they make you look different. And I was like, well, yeah, light gives you a loincloth, and dark yeah. gives you a speedo. I, I, but I think it's really cool. Um, so yeah, that game I'm excited for uh, more and more. Um, they uh, Soupy, uh, Su- Soupy. Super Kirby Clash also got announced and launched today as a free-to-play game. It's basically that one on the DS yep. where you pick your sword, hammer, magic, or healer, healer. And, and then you, you fight. just fight bosses. And, like, that's fine. I'm totally okay with that, and I think it's a fun idea. So yeah. I'm glad that it went to Switch. And it's free to start, so, like, you have no excuses. Nope. Um, also, Luigi's Mansion... Um, it got eight-player. It got it has eight player, which I am. It's two teams of four, mm-hmm. and they're going up against each other to either get the most ghosts, get the coins. It's just a fun thing called the. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, nice. Screen Screen Park. Yeah, Screen Park. Screen amusement. Something. Like no, that. I think it's Screen Park. Screen Park. Right, because it's supposed to be a pun on theme park. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really neat. Um. Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp Fe got. An announcement for a port. Well, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe Encore. So hashtag fee. Basically, um, so that was a Wii U title that crosses over with Shimigami Tensei and uh, Fire Emblem. It in America, it was it did it did all right. It was a fun game. I didn't get through all of it because I got a little bored of it, and also because it wasn't dubbed in English, so it had a little less interest in me. But um, the combat was really fun. I will give them that. The only issue with that game is it was this was during the time when Nintendo was still 
censoring a lot of fucking shit. And this game was one that notorious. Up the wazoo. Yeah, it was one. It was pretty notorious for that. So, um... Hopefully they remove that shit. Hopefully they've... Yeah, hopefully it's uncensored. Because they're adding a lot of new shit in it. Like, uh, new playable party members and, like... like an extra. Cram. No. Was, he was Cram already in it? Cram was the main character's persona. Huh. Um... But they also are adding, like, a new song. So, like... If they're gonna... If they're hey, gonna... hey! Bugman! Back in the closet! Oh, my God. You don't scare the shit out of me, bro. You don't get... Hey, you don't get this. No, no, no. No, the black puke is not yours. Okay. Back in the closet. All right, all right, all right. Just interrupt me, bitch. I'm sorry. Bugman started coming out for the black puke. Fine. Um. There you go. Close the door behind you. Okay. Fucking Bugman. Okay then. Um. Worst roommate. <sighs> so yeah, I feel like honestly, you know, I would definitely double dip if the game is uncensored. Um, if it isn't, probably won't buy it then. Personally, because I don't need to double dip on a game I didn't even beat originally. One aesthetic that I never thought about that makes me not like games is when this happens in a lot of JRPGs uh, where you're running around like the streets of Tokyo and instead of having like uh, instead of having static or moving just generic computer generated models moving around the city, you have like these uh, you have these like uh, these pink blue yellow oh. uh people yeah just wandering around like Tokyo Mirage sessions exactly and uh as in um Akiba's beat and I'm just I'm not a fan of that yeah you want you you rather have detail of uh random NPCs then I would much rather like uh, I would much rather if they had like uh, if they had cardboard cutouts of uh, people just wandering around the city over them having these just yeah, I colored in That's silhouettes. fair. I totally, totally get that. Um, it's just, it's off-putting to me. Which, I totally understand that. Um, yeah, so, they also showed off a lot more of Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, still looks solid. It looks like a solid new entry. Um, I'm excited for it when, I, that, when that comes out, which... Think I will we'll have time before that comes out. I I enjoyed um, how the classic villager was sleeping. Yeah, and they all took a picture. I think and it's they were, cute. They were looking as if they're like, as if the they were saying, the monster is asleep. Let us take the photo. <laughs> yeah, uh, that game I'm I get a little more excited about every time I see a little bit more of it. Um, I'm excited for the pole vaulting. Yeah, I'm I'm super glad they're adding a lot more like quick shit just quicker thing ways to get yeah. through the fucking play, uh worlds i think it's cute um and they also made weeds have use yes i you can't smoke them so but not quite there yet no but i think it's nice that they actually make weeds kind of useful for once uh took them four games but you can now sell them yeah um i'm trying to think what else really we uh, have to cover oh do you want to cover pokemon yeah okay so you cover it okay <laughs> so they showed off Four new things for Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield for Nintendo Switch systems. Um, thank you. They showed off Pokecamps. Anywhere you go on your journey, you can set up camp, which allows you to play with your Pokemon, rest. It's like it, it's similar to the Pokemonomy uh, and the play with Pikachu from Pokemon Let's Go. They also, uh, this is a bonus thing, they may or may not have, because I, I need to relook at it, shown off what the shiny form of that uh, pink gelato-looking Pokemon that turns into the cake when it Gigantamaxes. Um... It looks like uh, it looks green, almost as if it was a minty flavor. Uh, then they also showed off that there, in addition to the Pokédex, would be something called the Curry Dex. That in the Galar region, a very popular dish is curry on rice, and you make curry on rice by using different ingredients like sausage and other 
actual food ingredients, but you also mix in like orange berry. You also mix in orange berries, chesto berries, the whole shebang. And anytime you create something new, it's stored in the curry decks. And I believe it said it gives your Pokemon boosts in battle. Which is really neat. Then they showed off um, some new Pokemon. Well, they also showed off that you can visit your friend's tents while in the wild. So if we, me and you, were both playing and we went uh, into the wild, I could find your camp and I could check out your, I don't know what Pokemon you would use, but your Pokemon, and you could come and find mine. And then they showed off some new Pokemon. One of which I like, and the other which I love. They showed off the first one they showed off was during the curry section, where it is this purple and pinkish Enderman-looking uh, midget inside a teapot, a broken teapot, and it has the ability weak armor, and I believe they said it was Ghost Fairy, something like that, something along those lines. And the second one they showed, I affectionately refer to it as Retard Bird. It is a blue pelican-looking motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that one. I'm like, yeah, he's going like, to be memed up really quick, which he already has been. I've seen it. It's got big green eyes with, like, uh, it has big green eyes with a tiny black dot in the center of them for its pupil. And it is a water flying with same type as... Ducklet and Swana, I believe. Okay. And he has a brand new ability called Spit Missile, I think. Spit Missile. It's it's something along those lines. Okay. And the, what this ability does is whenever this Pokemon uses either the move Surf or the move Dive, after the animation is done, he'll be seen standing there cradling a fish, like almost down his gullet uh-huh. and it's just a random real ass fish like it's not a Pokemon <laughs> it is not a Pokemon that he has he just he ate a fish and then if you hit him while he is in this form he will spit the fish at you and you take damage uh, I don't remember his actual name but I affectionately refer to him as retard bird and I love him I, I don't know the name so I can't give you anything about that um the the um the teapot is poltergasty or something uh, like dude, that. Dude, you're asking the wrong person. Poltergasty. Um, and I was like, why not Pottergast? Oh, I remember another thing that was in the direct that I completely forgot about. Uh, adding more uh of like an online uh catalog. They're adding the Super Nintendo Online with um, twenty twenty five games 25. I believe or I twenty say, one of the two. I think I th- I was gonna say twenty four, but. Anyway, uh, I'm glad that they're adding more of those kinds they're of They're adding Joe churches. and Mac 2. They're adding Joe and Mac 2. They're adding Super Metroid, which is really nice. They're I o- hope they add Joe and Mac 1 because that game's expensive as fuck. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I'm glad that's launching uh, tomorrow on September 5th. September 5th. Uh, so I think it's nice. I hope they do, you know, an N64 later on and then, you know, go further. You know, at least... Go out to GameCube if you want to remember that console. Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't want anyone to remember the GameCube existed. But they remember the Wii U. Listen, the Wii U didn't have a handle. Fine. It had a touch... It had a gamepad. It had a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. A, a, a beta Nintendo Switch. The beta male version of a Switch. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's nice. I'm glad they're doing that. And you know, I found a video online where someone said, I'm going to show you how to put your Nintendo Switch into handheld mode and take it with you wherever you go and I was like this is incredible I thought this is incredible and the guy says okay so first you're just gonna need your Wii U and the gamepad and a backpack okay take the Wii U attach it to a battery stick it in the backpack and (laughs) you can play on the gamepad while the Wii U is turned on in the backpack I'm like that's cheating yeah that's a little bit of a cheating um alright I'm trying to think anything else I could really like spit out quickly um oh well I can 
uh, say one more thing about Pokemon. Go for it. I'm I'm less miffed about the combat animations because even though they're the same, <clears throat> not good, uh, ranging from not good to mediocre animations that they are, the animation quality everywhere else upped quite noticeably. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there is player animations. For example, they show the female avatar uh, in a snowy area, enjoying herself in the snow. They show just different landscape movements yeah. that are just really nicely animated. Oh, I forgot to mention, they upped customization. Uh, so, Pokemon customization has always been choose your gender, your skin tone. Well, not always, but when, ever since they allowed you to customize your trainer, it's been choose your skin tone, maybe your hat, a shirt, pants, possibly even backpack, if you're lucky. Um, but now, they have so many choices of shirts, pants, dresses, skirts, shoes, gloves, hats, uh, jewelry attire, makeup, eye contacts, lipstick, like, eyeshadow, lipstick, hair color, style, uh, like, <clears throat> excuse me, they've added so much to the character customization, and they've even included the ability for you to dress like a slut, mm -hmm. which I assume most people will. Maybe. Now just, all I need is there to be uh, a male equivalent to the slut because that'd be funny. Yeah. Can we get the that? That's one thing I hope they uh, don't take from all the others. I want to be the male trainer and I want to dress up like a schoolgirl. God, Jay. Of course you would say that. that, that to me, that's funny. Uh, I guess. Eh. Okay. Um. Alright, so other other little things that they announced during it was um Deadly Premonition was a very cult classic. How did I forget to mention that? Yes, Deadly uh, Premonition is two and there, Deadly yeah. Premonition One under the title Deadly Premonition Origin is coming. It, well no, that came out already. The first one already is now out on Switch. It's so funny. Uh and now Deadly Premonition Two is being a thing and also coming on Switch. So that's really cool. Um also, they're slowly they're slowly uh, releasing re-releasing the Devil May Cry games on Switch. They just announced two is coming on the fifteenth. Hmm, that's so. a good idea, Zach. <laughs> Shut up. I am sorry. I know. I played Deadly Premonition on the Xbox One when it was free, mm -hmm. and it's oh, it's something. No, I I've seen little bits of it. Uh, Assassin's Creed: The Rebel Collection is coming. That has like Black Flag and I think something else. Rogue. There. there you go. Rogue was such a missed opportunity because, in my opinion, they should have made Assassin's Creed Unity and Assassin's Creed Rogue work together. Wherein Assassin's Creed Rogue, you're playing with four other people, mm. and those four people are the assassins from Unity, and you are hunting them down as the Rogue, and they are trying to kill you, and you are trying to kill them. So you're like a an, a super-powered assassin, and they are, like, decently strong assassins? Yeah. I thought that's how those games were going to go, where... Because they can't... The way they showed off Rogue and Unity when they were first coming out was as if they were, like, two sides of the same coin. Yeah. And then, nope. Um... So also Tetris 99 2.0 was announced. It's going to bring new themes and new modes, and it's going to let you do, like co-op on the I same switch it might be but regardless i think they said paid dlc is coming and it is they showed, but i'm just saying and then they showed the two-player multiplayer uh, so like that's gonna be part of it or if you just buy the physical version you get all that so plus 12 months of nintendo online which is really nice so if you didn't get that already jump on that shit um they also they also showed off more stuff about Link's awakening we're both okay with it. I'll probably get it eventually, but I'm not. I'm not yeah, like. I'm not like. Oh my god! I can't wait for it. It's just a game that's definitely gonna be on my list. Just it's not gonna be an immediate purchase, but it looks really good. I think it definitely it does looks, look good. But I'm just. I'm not a huge Zelda guy. And that's the thing. Yeah, you're not a huge Zelda guy, so therefore it makes more sense that you're not gonna be getting it. Um, 
So Dinner Time was fine. I don't like Majora's Mask. Uh, Wind Waker is my favorite. I don't like Twilight Princess. Skyward Sword, I'm kind of meh about. Breath of the Wild was alright. Like, I agree. Uh, I okay. forget if I said this right, but Doom 64 is being ported to the Switch. Right, Doom 64 is coming. Which I thought that was a little weird of a choice, but again, not bad. I think it looks really cool. I mean, with Doom Eternal coming. I guess. I just, it was, yeah. So I think it's neat. Um, Outer Worlds is still coming to Switch. <laughs> um, I That's one of the games I can't wait to play. Dang. I want to, I can't wait for Cyberpunk, Outer Worlds, uh... There's a couple others that aren't coming to my mind right now. Yeah, you'll you'll think of them when they're, we're done. Yeah, probably, and then I'll go son of a bitch. Yep. Um. Otherwise, the last thing that they showed off at the very end of uh, the direct, which was something that none of us were expecting, was a Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which is not just like a straight up, you know, full port. It seems it's they're remastering it essentially, giving it like an updated art style, where it's not two Xenoblade Chronicles 2-ish where it has like a lot of you know it's a lot more anime looking-y it has like a mix of a um, you know it has a mix of the original art style but an updated um, as well where it's not too anime what are you looking at buddy? Uh, can you pull up the picture? Of it? No, no 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 the uh, the feed for the podcast oh I was trying to discreetly do that it's okay we can be blunt about it Oh, uh, okay. Well, no, no, no. I was trying to discreetly do that to see... Uh, I I wanted to set up another joke, so I was you, trying to discreetly do it, but... No, no, we're going to make it obvious, because it's funnier that way. Totally. I wink, mean, wink, wink, kind of. Anyway. It can be. But, uh... So, yeah, that is being announced for a 2020 release. Um, It looks really nice. It seems like they're also adding any cut content that was originally supposed to be in the game to this because there's been already snippets of like stuff that has not been in the game originally but it looks like stuff that was cut might be added back in so that's really nice if that's the case so they also said witcher 3 uh was coming with all the dlc yeah we've already known about that i mean yeah but they showed off a little bit more of it which is neat um so i guess the witcher can run on the switch huh yeah right um <laughs> So, I think that's really cool. I don't know if I'll get the game because I have the 3DS port. Was. But I don't like the combat, and that's something that really makes me not want to play. Was the Xenoblade story on Wii. Oh. not as. Like, I tried oh, no, the I second heard, one. No, I heard the first one was really good. Okay, because I tried the second one. People say the second, the second one story is really good too, but I, I just can't get over 90% of the. Art design, uh, the character designs. Char- I don't like how Rex looks. I don't care for Pyra, and Pyra's design is just fucking stupid. And was it Mithra? Mithra, yeah, Pyra. Pyra and Mithra. I don't, I don't care for them. Everyone waifus the fuck out of them. I don't care, and I don't like. I just, I wasn't a fan. I like the it design works. of Nina, her tiger, the um. One of the fucking blades was this alien-looking motherfucker who belonged to one of the bad guys, and I was like, "That guy's so cool! I want to use him. I want to use the fucking waifu." Uh, I don't blame you. Apparently, there was a blade you can get, which was like a big fat fucking penguin that rolled around with you, and I was like, "Why the hell didn't they give me that? I would have played the shit out of this game had they given me that." Uh, but like, I tried Xenoblade Two. I just. I, I liked Grandpa Dragon and I liked Buff Leg Sharks. Yeah, I, I, I just I'm not I, I I don't know that fit franchise. I feel bad because I want to get into it, but like at the same time I don't. I think I tried. I think one would be easier to get into than two, but that's just because from what I've seen of one, I I kind of like it more than two, because two is just. <sighs> I don't know, but regardless, I think it's nice that they're redoing it again, but, like, adding more stuff into it and fi- and updating the art style, because when you look now, especially now when you look at, like, Shulk's model on this compared to... Oh, yeah, it looks a lot better. It looks a fuck ton better. Like, holy shit. Um, otherwise, I think that might call it for this episode. We've got really most of the points in that I want to get about with Nintendo Direct and um, other little things. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, oh, um, one thing, 
this is not like uh, this is not video game or anime related. Uh, nor is it like, uh, nor is it sponsored or anything. I really like David Chappelle's new stand-up comedy special. Oh, okay. I was like, where are you going with this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I really, really like David Chappelle's new stand-up comedy special. It, <laughs> there was just some of the some of the jokes he said were really funny. Not every single one of them hit home, but some of the jokes were really, really funny. So, nice. That's good. It's just a recommendation. Oh, I finished Maid-sama, by the way. Oh, you yesterday. finally did. Okay, there we go. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna end up with this. His best friend really was a good boy. Yeah, her, her best. Her friend. best friend really was. He was a cutie. He was a great boy. He was a great boy. Um, I will admit, yeah, it was a little weird with him giving her the hickey in the beach episode. Yeah, it's creepy. It's a little creepy. It's not as creepy as the actual rapist who shows up later. No, but it's it's creepy. Nothing, no, but. Yeah, I hate that you were kind of right, and I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad, but I was thinking of a different scene, and then I got up to that scene, and then I'm like, huh. No, it's creepy. Yeah, I'm like. Usui is creepy as all Usui, you're kind of cute, but no, nah, that's a little too much even for me. You know, I like some basic anime tropes like that. That was a little much for me. I will say that. Um, Like, I enjoyed watching Maid-sama, but um, Usui is creepy as fuck. I will say though that probably that is definitely an anime I would actually get on DVD Blu-ray. I was actually thinking about getting it. There's a lot of I will only show if I really like a show, then I would definitely buy on Blu-ray or DVD. If I don't care for it, if I liked it but not enough to buy on DVD, I won't. That's how I kind of rate my anime. I if I like it enough, I will buy it. If, you know, it physically. If I won't, if I liked it but not enough to buy it, I won't. Yeah, that's just well, me. I I feel the same way about like other things. Uh, I'm. Right now, actually, considering um, getting a a small record player, so I could get the Adventure Time uh, vinyl. Yes, vinyl. Thank you. Because I love Adventure Time. Hey, that's fair. I mean, do you only have it in vinyl? I don't know, but uh, but um. You oh, you always wanted a vinyl player. No, it's just I saw it in vinyl and just it looked really, really good. Okay, no, that's fair. Uh, oh, excuse me. So. Yeah, now that will... I think this will actually now end this oh, episode. Oh, shit, Bugman! Get, get oh. oh, God. Fuck out of here, Bugman! You got him. Jesus Christ. And both of your cats were staring at you like, bruh. I mean, I think they're staring at the fact that the black mass of eyes now has a tentacle starting to grow. We should, we should take care of that. Well, one of them got scared from it, so I think we should. Yeah, uh, he gets scared of Bugman all the time. Oh, Sit in the fucking corner. Hasta la pasta, everyone. Oh wait. What? Um, just a just a real quick. Uh, Bruh. Well, no. Uh, Twenty-one. Pokemon go to the polls.